What's going on, everybody? It is week four of the 2022 NFL season. And guys, this episode is brought to you by our partners over at Prize Picks. Head on over to prizepicks.com. Use promo code NB9ERS. It is going across the ticker, the bottom of your screen, and they will do a match for you guys. You deposit a dollar, they're going to give you a dollar. You deposit 25, they're going to give you 25. You deposit 100, they are going to give you $100. Head on over to prizepicks.com. Use promo code NB9ERS. If you're nervous about not putting the promo code in the right way, that's fine. We have a direct link for you, and it'll do it all for you. That is right there at the bottom of the screen. Uh, B-I-T dot L-Y slash nothing but Niners. All right? Now, guys, I told you guys this was easy. I told you guys this was fun. And I know you probably didn't believe me. But look, guys, we did it. I don't know if you can see our balance here or not. Um, but we did it. We did three of them, and we hit. I'm sorry. We did four of them. We hit on three, and that took us up to 150 you can see it right there. It was easy. It was fun. And we're going to do this now. So let's pick something from Thursday night football. Let's pick something from Sunday night football. And then let's pick something from the 49ers Monday night football game. Guys, it's prime time. And let's see what we can find that feels good. All right. We're going to have a little bit of fun here. Zach, what are you feeling? Let's go to, uh, hmm, hmm, passing yards for Tua. Do we want to, let's. Do we want to? How about we click to his name? Let's see what other stats they have for him. Let's type his name in there. Good luck spelling that out. There we go. Boom. All right. So these are the only two things that we can do here. I don't. I don't know, man. It's really tough because we don't know if he's playing. I know. I know. But we can say under. If he is playing, he might be hurt. You want to try it? Let's try it. Let's see what's happening here. It's rough, right? And they're because if he's the playing. The Bengals have a pretty good defense, though, don't they? I mean, they did. I don't know what happened this year. I know. Oh, man, it's so tough. All right, let's do it as less. Uh, all right, let's do it as less. We'll leave that one there. All right, and now uh, Sunday Night Football is the Buccaneers and the Chiefs. I think we have to do it from separate games. We can't do the same game, right? I think that was a mistake mm -hmm. that we made last time. So um, – do we want to try Brady? Do we want to try Mahomes? Do we want to do a running back instead? Um, let's see. Who is... 280 not... pass yards? He's not going to get that against the Bucks, right? You don't think? That's a lot of passing yards, dude. For All right, Patrick how about, Mahomes? How about, this? Mahomes? how about this? Let's let's not do Mahomes. What about their uh, Juju Smith-Schuster? Let's see if he's there. Whatever his stat line is, take the under. <laughs> this guy has been such a disappointment for me in fantasy football. I, I don't know, man. I still I, well, I can't cut him. I just can't do it, but I just don't see it. Like, is this the game that he comes out Sunday night? What do you think? What, what's your gut tell you? I was never a fan of his to begin with, so I'm with you on this one. Let me, let me see what he's done so far, just really, really quick. Uh, and while, while we're looking that up, Let's pick somebody from the 49ers and uh, Rams game. Let's let's pull up Henderson. Uh, I believe he's their, their, their leading running back, right? Oh, mm. he don't even have a line in there. He don't even have a line. If Cam Akers instead. With 42 and a half rushing yards. Take the under. Is this going to be take the, the under show? Let's take the under. Cooper Cup at 95 receiving yards. That under is very tempting. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You're absolutely right. 
Nah, but it's Cooper Cup, though. Like, when they get desperate, they're just going to feed him the ball. Like, he'll have 120 yards, and they'll finish the game with, like, 180 yards passing. You're right, you're right. Like, they they will feed him. Um, Let's, uh, I got to double check this this Juju thing here. I just want to see if he's had any games that high. So, his game log for 2022 so far, oh, Actually, we might be in trouble, bro. Arizona, he had 79 yards. Chargers, he had 10. But against Indy, he had 89. Damn. So he's kind of, he's on pace for 1,000 yards, believe it or not. Uh, maybe we shouldn't be doing this, Zach. You want to go over? It's the Bucks. It's probably going to be high scoring. Or it won't be high scoring because does Tom Brady have his receivers back yet? Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, all those guys were out, remember? Yeah. Um, and then he even lost uh, the other guy. There was someone else that he lost also right before the game started. Travis Kelsey, 70 yards. I kind of like the over on Travis Kelsey. What's the uh, – see, my problem is I don't know their scoring still. I have not looked at their fantasy scoring rules, so I don't know that. Um, what about the Bucks? Type in the Bucks and let's see what happens. Buccaneers, that is with two – Okay, you got it. Those are the only two people that you can pick, huh? Mm-hmm. What do you think? Under the yards for Fournette? Maybe we do that one instead? It's probably smarter. smarter. Less. All right, now what I want you to do is pick a random game. Uh, a random game, random team. Let's just have a little bit of fun with this here. It could be from wherever. Did we do anybody for the Niners? Oh, we did Cam Akers. Okay. Okay. If we click 49ers, let's just see what they have up there. Debo receiving, Ayuk receiving, Jeff Wilson receiving. Hey, listen, that over for Jeff is probably the safest thing that we can do. You want to hit the right? over? Right? Let me pull up Let me pull up Jeff Wilson's stats. I don't think he – and, like, they only ran him, like, eight times last game. Jeff Wilson Jr., he had, oh, man. So the, the, the Swamp Bowl, where he wasn't the starter, he finished with 22. Since then, 84 and 75. That over for Jeff Wilson Jr. And after Jimmy Garoppolo struggled the way he did, we got to take the over. But I think they're going to make us take off the the uh, the Cam Akers. I don't think we can do the same one. Let's try it. Let's, let's leave it there. See what happens. Let's just change it to five. And see if that'll work. Let's see. You if want to do the power play? No, no, no. I want you to pick one. I want you to pick another one first. Okay. Okay. I want you to pick a random one. Two twenty-five passing yards. They're playing the Bills though. Yeah, but Bateman's not even. Oh, oh, okay, okay. They don't have a running back listed at all. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, Jackson's going to have to do some passing in that game to try to keep up, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, it's two good defenses, though. They might try to just keep the ball away and ground and pound them. I don't know, man. You you trust your guy. I'll let you pick this one. I don't know. I feel like Lamar like Jackson this year, this year has been balling out. So I'm going to go with... Over you pull his stats up while you're doing. You're gonna take the over. I like it. I'm gonna take the I over, like man. He's my he's my fantasy quarterback. 
And the oh, dude, so you've been watching him closely, killing it every year. He's the number every one game, uh, fantasy me. football quarterback right now. Now, wait a second. Now you're saying over two twenty five. He's only done that once this year. He's only done it once. Now he's getting a lot of points. Don't get me wrong, but two thirteen against the Jets, two eighteen against New England, and now they're going up against the Bills, who probably have a better defense than those two teams. I'm not trying to talk you out of it. Hey, you got to trust your gut sometimes with these things. If it was easy, everybody would be doing it, which is probably why everyone should be doing this. This is a lot of fun here. This is just a big more or less. You know what I mean? I really like that. I really like the more or less thing here. It, Very simple. It makes it more fun. Yeah. Tell you um, what. I'm going to take Lamar out, and I'm going to add wait. Mark Andrews. Okay. And he's had 52-104-89. Yeah, no, that's my guy. I've had him in. I've got him in fantasy. He's balling. What I was gonna say was, you could try the flex play. The flex play. So what that does is, you don't have to hit on all five of them. You know, you can you can do this now. So that's so, the option we have. Right. You want to? Let's try. It. We haven't done let's a do flex it. play let's before, so let's do it. What happens when you click it? Does it like do anything in particular? Got to play centric. I, I think you have to click flex play. It's already clicked. It's already clicked. Oh, you oh you checked it off, okay. Yeah. All right. So five dollars to win fifty. If we get three correct, point four times. We get four correct two times. We get five correct ten times. Right. All right. It took it. Bam. Okay. So so you know what it is. So we're learning on the fly here. You can't pick the same team multiple times that's right you can do the same game on both sides but you can't do the same team all right guys we're going to keep you guys updated hope you guys enjoyed this quick public service announcement again guys head on over to prizepicks.com and enjoy the fun little t- this is kyle Yuschek, and you're listening to nothing but niners this is Charles Haley. You're listening to nothing but Niners. So now they've got to start from deep in their end of the field, and Garrison Hurst takes advantage of it. He takes the handle, hits the right, gets to the 20. He's at the 30. Needs to cut in. He comes back up the right sideline. Breaks the third tackle. Comes down to the 30. He's down to the 20. He's down to the 10. He's down to the 5. He's in the end zone. Touchdown. Touchdown. 96 yard run from scrimmage. Garrison Hurst. After tackle, swings down the sideline, throws off bodies like clothes after a marathon. Young, back to throw. In trouble, he's going to be sacked. No, gets away. He runs, gets away again, goes to the 40, gets away again, to the 35, cuts back at the 30, to the 20, the 50, the 10. He died. Touchdown, 49ers. Third down, Alex takes the snap. Alex looking down in post, and it's good! Touchdown! Touchdown, 49! It is second down, Ryan takes the snap, throws the slant to the left side. It's Russell, intercepted! The 49ers pick it, and Navarro Bowman is redemption! Navarro Bowman running it all the way for the touchdown! San Francisco 49ers, we can do whatever we want. Click, click, boom. Oh, Guys, I'm sorry I had to play the ad at the beginner, beginning there. Prayers up for Tua. I didn't think it looked that bad at first, but, man, he didn't get up at all. 
this looks very, very serious. The head coach is out there. Uh, so prayers up for Tua, guys. We are officially live now, by the way. Um, they're carting him off the field now. So, whew, that is uh, that's scary. That is scary. He should not even have been playing this game. Bro, did you see when he, like, he got slammed? His he, he was out cold. Like, legit, yeah. legit cold. Oh, man. Tony, man, making his rounds on the 49er circuit. I see you out there, baby. What's going on? Resident yeah. GM going out there doing interviews. I see you, baby. What's up, Tony? T's been asking me. He's like, yo, you want to come on? You know, ah, da, da, because like, he's big into spaces. I like to listen to spaces. I don't like, like, getting involved with that because they just talk crazy shit on those spaces. Mm -hmm. And I'm just, yeah, I'm not. So, guys, uh, I'm not going to run through all the formalities. I'm just going to remind you guys to head on over to patreon.com slash nb9ers. Bonus content. There will be a show popping up tomorrow um, right after uh, right after this is over, uh, early in the morning tomorrow. So make sure you guys tune in over there. It's going to be a lot of fun, okay? Um, Tony, let's go ahead and get into some of what's going on. Um, I got the injury report here. I have uh, some, some pressers and all that stuff. Did you hear that Javon Kinlaw? Was a late addition to the 49ers injury report? Yeah, I saw that. I'm just um Mariah show. Someone posted it in there. It's not that that's you know, I don't know what to make of that, but it's it's a tough thing to like feel out and it's a knee. I don't I wonder if it's the same knee. I wonder if it's just something separate. Like I, I have no idea. Um it's gonna be it's gonna be a rough one, man. I, I don't know, man. Um, but the Niners are losing players left and right, man. Uh, let's go over. Let's go over some of the names that were on the injury report. Now they're saying he was a late ad, but he was on there when Matt Burrows tweeted it. What I'm going to show you guys now. Uh, he was on there a while ago, so I'm not quite sure uh, what people meant by a late addition to the injury report. So this is it here. Um, did not participate. Linebacker Ziz Alshair, Eric Armstead. Uh, Ty Davis, Ty, Tyrion Davis Price, uh, Ross Dwelly, Danny Gray, Javon Kinlaw, Tyler Croft, and Trent Williams limited today, uh, which is going to be very interesting in my opinion. Um, Dan Brunskill and Tavarius Moore. Uh, both of those guys were back at practice. Um, Tony, what stands out about this list, if anything at all, man? How, what do you What do you think about this injury list? Well, obviously, you know, Trent Williams is going to be out. Uh, Aziz is out. Armstead I'm concerned about because now they're saying it's plantar fasciitis. That's an ongoing lingering injury that's just probably not going to go away for him. Uh, it's about just trying to get him to the point where he can play through it. Um, Davis Price is out with the high ankle sprain. Dwelly, I didn't know about with the rib. Uh, Danny Gray with the hip now. Uh, Kinlaw with the knee, Croft is out for a couple of weeks, and Trent Williams out. Daniel uh, Brunskill, um, do they give him a shot at tackle? Uh, I don't see him replacing either of the guards. Maybe um, he they insert him at the center. I, I don't know. But Travarius Moore, he's a special teams special team guy who's been playing very well this this year, to be honest with you. But um, that there's no surprises other than. Uh, the Armstead injury is concerning, and and of course Javon Kinlaw. I wish they would state what knee it was. To be honest with you, you're muted. I can't. Let me ask you this though: uh, Ross Dwelly is the biggest surprise on that list to me, in my opinion. 
Um, Ross Dwelly's out. Croft is out. The Niners haven't worked out. I haven't seen the reports of any workouts for the Niners. Don't they need some more tight ends? Like, what, what are we doing now? Kittle, Warner. Yeah, they're going to – I mean, they should. But, I mean, if you see them sign someone, that means Dwelly's probably not going to play. If you see him say status quo, I think Dwelly will be fine. It could be just precautionary. Um, they have to list it if he misses a practice. So, oh god, how many how many names on that list do you think have a shot at playing? Now, Kyle was asked directly about Kinlaw, and I mean not Kinlaw, I'm sorry, about um, Armstead, and he did say straight up that Armstead was a uh... wow, good touchdown there. Uh, he did say that uh, Armstead was about the same as he was last week, uh, and hopefully by Monday he's ready to go. I don't know if that's just posturing for competitive advantages or what, but what are, you, what are your thoughts there? Was there anybody on this list, I'll pop it up here again, that you think has a shot to participate from the did not participate? Uh, do you think there's anybody on this list that possibly could play on Monday? Dwelly, I think, is going to play. I don't know about Armstead, Mike. I really don't. Yeah, me neither. I, I, I doubt it. I don't think he's going to. I think Kyle just said that to give teams something else to look at. But the middle of our defensive line is going to be crazy if Armstead and um, Kinlaw don't play. You know, that that's that's a lot of our run defense right there, Tony. Right? Yeah. yeah. This, is, this is getting concerning, man. This is getting concerning. Yep. So let's uh, – Let's start talking about this, man. We, we got the we got the Rams coming up. We're gonna open up the phone lines. We're gonna have some people calling in. Um, Duck, while you're up, do me a favor. Can you can you plug that in for me, please? Can you plug that in for me? And then also give me that spring that just fell. Um, so the Rams and the Niners, man. I as much as I want to say the Niners don't have a chance in this game. Uh, I know that they beat us last time. I know that uh, it was a post a, a preseason i mean a, a postseason game and all that um there it is i know it was a preseason game and all i mean a postseason game damn it um jimmy doesn't lose to this team in the regular season i went back and looked at all of his stats jimmy's really good against the rams uh do you think we have a shot in this game tony look at all the injuries look at what's going on i mean let's just let's just get right to it man you know my motto mike if those if he hits those two numbers on offense, I think they have a shot to beat anybody. But if he throws for more than 22, 23 times a game and they rush for anything less than 32, 30 carries a game, it means it's a one-dimensional attack, and clearly Jimmy's not that quarterback. And that's when this team gets in trouble. Jimmy's only thrown for less than 25 passes twice in his career with the Niners playing against the Rams. All the other games, though, he still won. Just talking regular season here. Uh, so he's played them six times. He's 6-0 and against them, uh, regardless of how many times he throws, man. And I'll be honest with you, other than the Cardinals, he has his best games against this team. Um, I did have some interesting numbers that I pulled up here. I'll, I'll read them to you really quick. You tell me what you think about this, right? 49ers have the third fewest completed passes in the NFL. The only teams with less completed passes than them are the Bears and the Panthers. Tony, true or false, that's very concerning. Absolutely, it's, it's concerning. 100%. Absolutely, that's concerning. And I think that's the re main reason for the struggles. 
100%. And everyone's quick to point the finger at you know who, but when you have a eh, whatever. I I know where I know where you're going with it. All right, how about this one? How about this one? Um the Rams have thrown the most interceptions in the NFL. And the Rams have more interceptions than touchdown passes so far this season. Is that something the 49ers can capitalize off of? Yes, because I do think it's a favorable matchup for the 49ers defensive line against their offensive line. I do like the matchup of Trevarius Ward potentially sliding inside and playing um, cup in the slot. Speaking of the slot, since we're here now, um, last week we saw D'Amador Lenore get the start over um, Samuel Womack. Uh, I know you went back and watched the games. Did you take any notice to how Lenore was playing, and what were your thoughts on it? I was kind of shocked. I was taken back at first seeing Womack not out there with the first team. I mean, they went with him both week one and week two, and I, I think he played well. Um, gave up a catch here or there, but, he, I mean, he's not Deion Sanders. And he's a fifth-round rookie, and if you're going to tell me he's only given up one catch a game, I'll roll with that every day of the week. Um, I don't know why they went with Lenore over him, to be honest with you. Um, so it could be something. I, I, I don't know. But I'll, I'll be honest with you, I was in shock when I saw that. Well, Richard Sherman tweeted out, uh, so Eric Crocker said, I wonder why he's out. And Richard Sherman quote tweeted and said that uh, it was because of things that are happening, like more in the run game. Uh, and, you know, we know how uh, we were getting uh, very good uh, assistance from our slot corner over the years, right? Um, not for nothing. Probably one of the strengths of having Kwan Williams was his run support and how he could play closer to the line of scrimmage. Um I'm thinking that we're going to – that's why, you know, especially with Armstead being out, if Lenore is playing the run better, maybe that's why they go out there and get a guy like Lenore to help with the run game. What is, is that a possibility? That's what Richard Sherman thinking was. It could be, but I want to see who comes off the bench first to replace the outside corner with Ward if he comes into the slot. Is it Lenore or is it Womack? Yeah, we're gonna have to. We're gonna see. We're gonna have to see how they do it, especially if he, if his, if his positive over Womack is the run support. Kinlaw might be out now, and you know, Armstead might be out. You're gonna need guys who can play the run really, really, really well. Um, Scary now. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, people keep saying Jimmy Ward is coming back. I, I've seen people saying it online. Ward, he can't come back yet. He has to miss four games. He's, so he's not back yet. We're going to continue with the same safety tandem. At least I imagine. I can't – I don't imagine that uh, Tavarius Moore is coming in to take anyone's job, right? No. Hold on. They're just talking about Tua. Tua. Five and a half miles away from Baker Stadium. It's a level one trauma center out. Wow. He's, they're taking him to a level one trauma center. You know what that is, right? Is that a spinal injury? Oh. Uh, oh, my God. Oof. I don't think it's spinal. I think he has damage to the, to the head, huh? Oof. 
That is he should man. not have played the rest of the last week, and he should not have been in this game. Yeah. Yeah. That's rough. All right. Um, some more interesting interesting stats for you guys. Just comparing the Niners team to this Rams team that we're about to place. Uh, it says the four, uh, 49ers have the sixth most rushing yards in the NFL, while the Rams have the third fewest. Now, normally, I would ask you, you know, if we can run successfully and they're going to rely on the passing game, I think that plays into the Niners' favor. Our secondary has been playing really, really well this year. Um, and despite how many rushing attempts we had, the running backs were running successfully in this all season long. So what do you think, man? Is, is that the kind of game that we want to see? Do we want to see the Niners running and the Rams throwing? Or if the Rams start trying to run on us, knowing that these guys are out, are we in trouble here? I'm not, I, I mean, I'm not worried about the Rams' rushing attack. Um, I do think, well, with the injuries to our defensive line, it does become a concern, so I stand corrected. But I, I just feel um, with the, the philosophy that they play, how they play the run to the quarterback, they're so damn aggressive up front. And I think our linebackers are good at the second level. I think they can pretty much clamp down on a run game. Um, Akers likes to put the ball on the ground. Henderson's more of a speedy back out the backfield, attacking the edges. But I'm what I want to see is if they come out and attack um, the 49ers in a 5-2 front again. Because I think that that we're going to see it this week. Even even against the five two fronts, uh, the Niners running backs were averaging more than six yards a carry. So I'm not personally, I'm not overly concerned with it. And if anything, it should make the passing game a little bit easier. Uh, I'm I'm actually hoping that that is the plan of attack for the for the Los Angeles Rams against us this week. You know, this is this is going to be a game that is going to ignite the fan base, right? If we can go in here and somehow get a win. Uh, I think that this is going to bode very, very well for the Niners going forward, for the team going forward. You know, um, as much as, you know, we heard Jimmy going at the podium there saying, you know, I got to get back in the rhythm. I got to, you know, I didn't have time with these guys and all that stuff. Um, as much as we hated hearing Jimmy make those excuses while at the podium, there is some truth and validity to what he was saying. You know, he hasn't been throwing to anybody running routes you know, uh, and then they said that Jimmy was doing the scout team for the last for the last couple of weeks. Um, is can can Jimmy be better than what we saw last week? Honestly, like not, he has not saying significantly better, but can can he be? Like, do you think that that was the worst Jimmy Garoppolo we've ever seen? Uh, it's up there. It's definitely up there. It, it was very unimpressive. And the thing that that I don't like about this whole situation: don't come out in week one, week two, when Trey got hurt and say, "Oh, it's like riding a bike." But then you struggle and say, oh, you know, uh, I really haven't had time with them. I never had the playbook. It's the same office that you had. There's no changes. You still have Debo. You still have Ayuk. And you still have Kittle. You still have uh, uh, Juice. You have the same offensive line up front minus Tomlinson and whatever. Like, don't come at me saying, like, you know, they changed everything from top to bottom on your offense and you have a new offensive play caller. Then you have a leg to stand on. But to say, oh, it's like riding a bike because I did good. And then I shut the bed. It's like, ah, you know, uh, 
you know, I, I need more time. Get the hell out of here. There is some truth to it, though, right? Like, like I'm not, I'm not telling you to agree with me. I'm just saying he had three new offensive linemen out there in front of him out of the five. You know, I mean, how many games did he play with Mitchell last year? Ten? The concern, though, is like he's having issues with wide receivers that he's played with for the majority of the time as a 49er. That is a big issue. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you told me they switched their whole wide receiver core, I'd be like, you know what? They got to get on the same page. But it's the same guys. Like, I don't understand. Like, and he has this, ah, whatever. I don't want to. I hate it. It's so annoying. <laughs> Look, man, we got to talk Niners. You got to talk Jimmy Garoppolo. It's, it's, part, it's part of the package deal. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. How about this? How about this for a stat for you? Maybe this will surprise you. 49ers in the top 10 of yards per reception and yards per carry. Now, because they don't pass as much. <laughs> it's a, I was going to say it's a bit of a loaded stat, right? But if we can just complete some of these passes, right, we'll be okay. If we can run the ball more, we'll be okay. I think that's what I think we need to see more of a balanced attack this week. I would like to see the Niners. Uh, wrap this thing up here and in somewhere around like you know 55 45 percentage you know what i mean that as far as uh you know pass to run i'm okay with them passing more than rushing uh i would just i don't think that's what's gonna happen though i said it on a couple of different shows already uh, i'm thinking the number is 52 this week what do you think 52 what what was that 52 what i'm watching i just caught the game rushing attempts i think we end up with closer to 52 rushing attempts now that's not what i would do i'm just saying that that's how i feel it's going to be it's going to be closer to 52 rushing attempts that would be severely one way that would be i mean listen when the niners rushing he missed the field goal this idiot when the niners rushing attack is on it's on right but like you mentioned a stat that you know, they were averaging, I think, 6.1 versus a 52 front. That's very deceiving, that number, because one of those carries were 30-plus or 37 yards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, the uh, the Jeff Wilson carry. But so it's very deceiving. If you remove up 37 yards, his average has got to be under, under three. But how deceiving is it really? Because well, that's, what, that's what Niners running backs do. Correct, but only he did it once all game. That's all he, he did. If he, he only had like he only had like twelve carries. If they yeah, ran the ball thirty times, he would have more of those big runs. I think he would have a chance, but there's no guarantee he would have thirty-seven yards on five, four carries, four attempts. You know what I'm saying? It's it's a deceiving stat. Let me ask you this: It's a deceiving stat, right? But has Wilson been? disappointing let's let's talk about that because i keep saying i keep seeing people online saying the niners need to find another running back they need to get someone else in there and all that i haven't been disappointed with what i've seen from wilson but it could that's just my opinion what, what's your opinion on? they it? need more they could roll with wilson but you have to have a second punch because wilson was out i don't even think wilson made it through the first script and they pulled him out he went on the sideline so you need a one-two punch. Like, you don't, like, it's very rare you see a running back like the old days, like, you know, like Emmett Smith. It was Emmett Smith only. And it's very rare. But 
they need a secondary guy. Now they signed Mac. You, you, I don't even think he got one carry. He was on special teams. Jordan Mason got one carry. Now Tevin Coleman's playing this week because last week he missed because of the sickle cell. Now who takes the load? Is it going to be Tevin Coleman and Jeff Wilson Jr.? So you, it all depends on what what he has in his game plan and what way he wants to go. Does he want to go with the the known commodity in the running back where he has faith and confidence? Um, Tevin Coleman's a little bit faster than Jeff Wilson Jr. So, I mean, we don't know. We got to see. But to be honest with you, I was a little bit disappointed Mac didn't get any carries. But especially yeah. a two-down situation in a one-on-one situation with a linebacker, I mean, I think he wins that. Especially because the game was never out of hand. That was that. I think that was the biggest disappointment for me uh, in this game is that we kind of just abandoned the run with the running backs. Let me be very clear here. We stopped running with running backs, and I felt like we didn't have to. Uh, Sean has a question directly for you. I'll read it to you, and you let me know what your response is here. Uh, Tony, do you think the Lambs defense will get 12 men on the field called when Jimmy Garoppolo is out there? You think <laughs> you think we get better with Jimmy Ward or keep it like it is? That's that's hilarious. That really is. No, I don't think they will. Um, you think we better? Listen, I think they could be better with Jimmy Ward. I really do. Um, I, and it's not a not a knock against um, Gibson, but Jimmy Ward's a phenomenal safety. His biggest problem was being available. He's always getting injured, but he comes back healthy. That could be a nice look for that defense if they want to do the three safety look. And now you're insult you're inserting Ward and Gibson and putting Talanoa in the box as potentially a three safety look. Now with disease out. Good point. Very, very good point. Um, you know, this is this is gonna be an interesting game. Let's talk about um, I'm gonna open up the phone lines in a little bit. I want I want some people to call in here. I want to know what people feel about this game. Uh, but let me ask you, how important is this game to the rest of the season? I know it's just one game, right? Uh, if we fall to, you know, one and three, we're it's, your it's chances of playoffs go out go down drastically, right? Um, my is thing is, win? I listen. I think every week's a must win, especially when it's a division game, right? You don't want to fall down two to the Rams or even potentially Arizona. They won last week, right? They got What's the, that? They, Arizona won last week. They have two wins now, right? Or no? Uh, did they? They beat the Raiders last minute, didn't they? Oh, sugar honey iced tea. Uh, no, no. The Cardinals are one and two, just like us and the Seahawks. The only team with two wins right now are the Rams. So we win this game. We're in first place in the division. Yeah, and that's what you want. If you honestly feel you're a playoff contended team, week in and week out are must-win games, especially divisional games. Yeah, divisional wins are going. It's going to be what's separating us from the pack right now. Right now, we don't have a loss to a division opponent, and if we can keep it that way, we can keep close records and all that stuff. It'll be good. It'll be very, very good. All right. Um, let's uh, give me give me uh, some keys to victory. Tony, because we, we got to figure this out, man. I don't know how this team is going to do it. Uh, on the backs of a phenomenal defense, I think it's time for the offense to step up. I'm sorry. I really, really do. The offense, they have to start executing some of this stuff. Um, they, they have to start executing the plays that Kyle is calling. Kyle's got to 
you know, getting his bag, call some plays. I don't, everyone wants to see like all this creative mumbo jumbo stuff like, oh, Kyle's not doing anything. The play calling, from what I saw this past game even, the play calling was there. There were people there. We just weren't taking advantage of it, whether it be drops, whether it be turnovers. Right. It's all it is. It comes down to the number one position. It's execution. It's a lack of execution from the quarterback position. Dome says defense has to score. True or false? Um, I don't think they have to score. I think they have to play a sound game like they did last week because I don't have confidence in Jimmy Garoppolo. I have confidence in Kyle. I think Jimmy, I think Kyle could get some out of him, but I think the defense needs to be stellar like they were last week. And it's not fair because, like I said on uh, on uh, Mariah and T's show, there's going to come a point where there's going to become a split between offense and defense. They're saying we're killing ourselves out here to keep you in the game, and you can't even do shit to get a point on the board. Like, there's going to become an issue. And when you have a defensive captain – calling out and making a massive positive comment about your seventh overall seventh round pick as the quarterback and how he looks and prepares you better watch out Jimmy because Fred Warner talks we've learned that in the past he talks and when he talks you better listen so they need to get their head out of their ass and just they don't have to play oh, my damn hand is coming. They don't have to play dominant. They don't have to be freaking lights out. They don't have to pitch a perfect game on offense. They just need to execute the basics and the fundamentals. They do that. They're on they're a very tough team to beat with this defense and special teams. How about that? Special teams. We got to hear from uh our special teams. Uh, coordinator today uh, and it's funny because here I am thinking like this is his moment to like go out there and gloat right um, they, they refocused and revitalized uh, Mitch Wisnowski's career got him the extension uh, he won the NF, uh, the NFC special teams player of the month like it and he was like yeah we still have some things we got to work on we're doing good in some areas but there's still some things that we have to work on and I, I like listening to him talk about the intricacies in which uh, Robbie Gold goes into the game and how much film he watches and things like that. So I thought that was phenomenal just listening to all of that as well. Um, we are going to open up the phone lines very soon. But, Tony, I want to get I want you to get your uh, – give me some offensive and defensive keys to victory for this week. I think they have to, it's the same thing. They have to stay within the numbers. They have to have a balanced attack. When I say balanced attack, they have – their offensive numbers and their rushing numbers, their passing and rushing have to be close. They can't be heavy – rush uh, passing and like minimal rushing that tells me they're playing from behind and they're forcing the ball down the field this offense is at its best when it's balanced and that's what it needs to be <clears throat> defensively i think if they play sound football they stick to their keys they're now they're throwing the curve in with running coop on a jet sweep i'm not worried about it he's not fast he's not fast as debo or an Ayuk, like a speed guy, or like a Van Jefferson who's out, or um, uh, the guy you have to watch for is Tua Atwell. He's a speed demon. So if he's coming around the corner on a, on a reverse, you better get to the edge and set it and stop him because he will take off downfield. But 
if this defensive line plays the way that I know they could play and expect them to play, I think the Rams offensive line could be in for a long day. Bosa, but the problem is that you got to worry about the inside, right? You have to get, I, I mean, they're, they're going to start Givens, and if Kinlaw don't start, I mean, you're the, huh? Is it, if Kinlaw don't start, is it Hyder? Like, who, who are you putting in well, there? I think, I think Omenihu would be one of the defensive tackles with Givens, or they, they, they use the kid that they just brought up, uh, Spence, Akeem Spence, I think. But they're going to have to bring another body in there. I mean, you, you need to – Kerry Hyder can get some running at defensive tackle. Um, look at this. Everyone is bashing. Oh, God. Oh, man. Um, so you know, what? What happened? There are people just say Mike McDaniel is a genius. I, I can't. Like, Mike McDaniel learned everything he knows, and he's running tonight from Kyle Shanahan. The difference is he has a cute quarterback that can make the throws. Uh, whatever it is, what it is, but whatever. Um, so those are my keys. I think special teams, you have to have a solid game from them again. Field position will be key. Um, but I, 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 I think Kyle, and I said this on the show that I was on earlier, I think you might see a little change in tendencies a little bit. I think you might see them come out first and go quick game, get the ball out, and get yourself in a second and short situation where if you do want to run it. You'll have two downs to pick up whatever the yardage is, four yards. You know what I'm saying? To make it easier. But, like, if you're looking at it, Jimmy's strength is to get the ball out of his hands quick, like rapid, like step back, three-step drop, yeah, and it's out. Um, I think if they can get something like that going, I think you might see them go to more of a true West Coast offense where the pass game set up the run game. So – it could be interesting. I don't know what he's going to do, but we'll see. All right. All right. I want to start hearing from the faithful out there. You guys get ready to call in. Uh, I'm going to post the phone number in a second. But before I do, we have our first call in via video because she said her phone isn't working. So let's go ahead and bring her up now. Uh, Melissa, you are live. Oh, she's going to go on video. Okay. I thought she was going to do the audio thing only. Oh, I was going to do all audio, but. This is okay, Taylor, guys. Hey, Tony. All right. What's up? It's good to jersey see you guys. In the Look at the jersey trifecta. Let's go. I know I'm in Pennsylvania, but I'm Jersey at heart. I don't care where we live. <laughs> You'll always be Jersey, Mike. That's right. That's right. Melissa, do you feel this is a, this is a must win for the Niners? Forget, forget where we stand and how many games are left and all that. Just morally. Do you think that, like, just for the, for the mor- morale, on the mm-hmm. team that this is a must-win game. Absolutely. I, I think Tony was spot on because th- there's already dissension. You know, you got Fred Warner coming out and saying what he's saying, but more than that, you've had to have guys retract and backtrack and like kind of go back against what what makes a person a person and, and uh, apologize and then not just apologize, but then they have to praise Jimmy Garoppolo, which I think – it is creating even more toxicity than has been there in the past. So you had to have Danny Gray come out first thing that he's at the podium and he has to apologize for fighting with uh, Jimmy on, on the field. And then he has to like, keep like 
telling how great he is, you know? Uh, Samson Embicom, there was like a rumor that he had a like a thing in the locker room and he was really angry and he called out Jimmy. And then the next thing you see that Samson Embicom has to go and tweet that this is on us. We have to do better and we are going to do better. So it, it, it's already kind of like starting a dissension with the players. And damage control. You're seeing a lot of damage control by the defensive players. And listen, I think anyone with two eyes even one, right? If you mm-hmm. just listen to the game, anyone who paid attention to this last game, however they did it, I think it's justified for the defense to feel some type of way about the offensive production, about Jimmy missing those throws. You know what I'm saying? About Jimmy stepping up the back of the end zone, throwing a pick six, but luckily he stepped out, right? Like, I, I don't have a problem with the defense feeling a way about it. And I, I don't like how uh, if they say something, they, they're forced to apologize. They're forced to go to the podium and coddle the offensive players. Now, I get it, right? As a defensive player, what happens on offense is out of our control, yeah. right? So we really shouldn't be commenting on it at the podium or even in public. I get that aspect of it. But if they do in a situation like that, so what? Why are we, why are we like, you know, criticizing those players for, for expressing how they feel? Don't ask me the questions. If you don't want to know the answers, you know what I'm saying? But it, it's the same thing with the, the offensive players being asked about the defensive players. Like Brandon, I, got flayed by this fan base for making the comments about how tall Noah Hufunga wasn't ready. Or he called out Fred Warner, he, all that stuff when uh, it was the, the dual practice and they were working with the Vikings. Like it, it's just the MO of this team. Every time anybody offers kind of any individuality or, or, a little frustration or anything else everyone is forced to to show the line and then they're kind of like put in the doghouse for it and it, it, it's really sad to see that these players are you know bawling out and then they're going and calling them the 85 bears they're calling them all these great defenses the the 2002 buccaneers and then you get that the beat writers saying oh they're not that great because they choke and let them let the, the league go away it's like not everything can be on this defense. Like the reason why we lost two Super Bowls was everything was on the defense, and it's just it's been till you break, and then they break. You know, like you can't blame them for letting up like eleven points. Like they even let up the eleven points. They let up what six points, one touchdown. My, my that got a mixed six. extra yeah. missed point. Like that's all they gave up. Six points is less than ten points. So. By that definition, the, the defense did enough, you know? Yeah, there was some, like, running on them. Yeah, there was some, like, bad secondary play. And we can all, like, c- cut them for what bad they do. But they're holding this team together right now. And they've been holding it through two years of this quarterback nonsense. So it, it really makes me angry as a defensive fan to have to see these guys have to stomach it and go up to the podium and say, this is on us, this is on us. And now people are, like, picking at Nick Bosa saying, oh, he looks so angry all the time now. And it's just like, what do you expect these players to do? You want them to have the shit-eating grin? You hate Jimmy for the shit-eating grin. Then then why is it wrong for these defensive players to not be perfectly happy-go-lucky and laughing off all this nonsense? Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. All right. So now what I want you to do is look in your crystal ball (laughs) or shake up the magic eight ball, right? Whatever it is that you got to do and tell me how you see this game playing out. 
Ah, you're going to get me in so much trouble for this. All right, now here we go. It's Monday <laughs> Night Football. The whole league is going to be watching. This is this is a – it's literally a division-defining game already okay, uh, here. Uh, I'm going to start this by saying my prediction right now is 27-24. And by default, I am picking the Rams so I, I don't lose my shit again and get all angry and then fuck up my, my diabetic – Thing in my sleep schedule and all the other stuff. So that is exactly why I am not picking the Niners until I feel a bit more comfortable with Jim Garoppolo at the helm. But the, the way I see us winning is if we actually take advantage of our running game. And I think we have to use Jordan Mason. I think you have to use Charlie Warner and you have to use Jawan Jennings. And I think you have to use George Kittle. And you have to use these guys as decoys, you have to use them as run defenders. You have to use them at what they're actually good at. And it, it, it baffles me that anytime one of our running backs struggles or it's a vet out there or they're not getting the kind of production that we would like to see, they either quit on it or we go to, like, Debo and Kyle Yushek. It's like a reflex uh, reaction right now. Like, we completely forget that there are other running backs or other options besides Debo and Kyle Yushek when things aren't perfect. So that that's kind of my issue. Um, and I, I think that, granted, if he can pull it off, um, this game might be a win because Kyle does not take McVeigh lately. He takes this like personal rivalry out of all his former students the most serious. And you have Drake Greenlaw, who's had huge plays against the Rams and the Seahawks, especially in the red zone. You have Fred Warner, who's kind of having a bounce back year after he struggled to just do too much last year. You have this secondary that we've all been crying for, a legit secondary who can shut things down and be impressive in the running game and the passing game. So I'm hopeful, but I'm not putting all my eggs in one basket anymore if that makes sense you know i'm just gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna go here and i'm gonna eat crow with you, right? <laughs> because look where's my paper at hold on is this it right here we do a football pool with my wife's job now <clears throat> in the football pool because yeah. i picked the rams as well i'm gonna be very 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 honest with you doesn't mean that i don't think the niners can win because I know how well we play against this team in the regular season, right? But I picked the Rams to win mainly because in the football pool, mm -hmm. it's only the tiebreaker game. If I do everything else right, I'll be okay. <laughs> I'll be okay, and that game won't matter. But if I lower my expectations, like you said, I'm not as upset, right? Yeah. When to be disappointed in something means that you place expectations on it. That's the only way you can be disappointed in anything, anything, anybody in life. The only way you're disappointed is if you have a level of expectations. And it, it's also it. about self-care and your own emotional and mental health. Like, I think all of us want to win so badly. And we see all these great offensive weapons that we've been dying for. Receivers, tight ends, running backs, all these other players. And it, it just doesn't make sense to us why we're not having these at least 27 or more point games. You know, like, where they're not close, where they're not nail buyers, where we're not like trying to pull our hair out and like knocking shit over because we're so angry that we turn the ball over again or it's uh, not converting third downs anymore. It's just like sometimes 
we're a bit impatient and we kind of get too emotional. So for my own personal sake, uh, I, I've been trying to step back and, you know, enjoy the game. And I'm always rooting for the Niners. I always want to see the Niners win, even though I hate Jimmy Garoppolo with a passion. But at the same time, it's just, I, I need to see something, you know? Absolutely. I, I completely agree with you. All right. So you said 27, 24, and yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. I <laughs> don't tell me that's what you ever done on that paper. No, I, I didn't. I, I, so you have to write down a total amount of points. You have to write down a total okay. amount of points. And I'm looking at what I wrote down and I'm also getting disappointed in myself because I don't, in my heart of hearts, I don't believe our defense left up 27 points probably to anybody this season. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I also wrote down 47 for the total points. And if yeah. I have us losing this game, that's 24-23. So See, that's the way I had it. It doesn't have to be on the defense, though, if you think about it. The the, the 27 points, I'm not saying is on our defense. It can be from Jimmy throwing a pick and then it being returned for a touchdown. It could be on special teams if someone fumbles. It's like these things have happened to the Niners before. So uh, I'm not saying our defense is going to, you know, all of a sudden have the worst game of their 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 season so far, but I, I'm making enough room where I'm just not going to get upset no matter how this thing shakes out. Just say you're tired of being let down. That's it, because it's ridiculous. Yes, absolutely. Um, right. I I, I want to see these young stars get their shot. I, I am sick of us always like having this. Um, Go to vet mentality, and we just can't stand uh, anyone developing or struggling or you know trying to work out the kinks. And it's just, I love my team. I'm not going to leave my team, but it's just at the end of the day, it is what it is. And me getting upset over it is not going to do anybody any good. So, or change anything. Let me ask you this question really quick before we let you go. Uh, you named a lot of people that you would like to see be a part of our success in this game. Uh, you mm -hmm. talked about some misdirection and things like that. What about Danny Gray? Now, I know he showed up on the injury report, right? Mm -hmm. But if Danny Gray is healthy, when can we start running sweeps to him? He's the fastest guy on the team. Like, when can we start doing some tosses to him or something like that? Like, get I, the ball in his hands. I've been calling for that the since the, the injuries happened. Um, I was asking people, why aren't we pulling a yak with Danny Gray? Why aren't we just handing off the ball or, or giving him a short pass? And then letting his speed take over and, and making him a new addition to the act brothers. And it's just, it, it doesn't make sense to me. Like you keep saying that we don't have any speed, that we don't have any running backs, that we don't have any defensive players or corners or all these other things. And then we just, we, we keep trying to push the same agenda and the same players and expecting different results. And so I, I would like to take advantage of these other guys. All right. Is there anything else you want to leave people with? Tell them where to follow, where to find you, or anything like that. Let them know <laughs> what other shows you're appearing on. Tell, tell them, man. Let them know. Because this is Guy Alpha. Because you said Charlie Warner, mm -hmm. he made it sound like you didn't know who you were talking about. But let them know. Like, we're from Jersey. We have accents. That's what we do. Because it's not Charlie Warner, and she said Warner. Like, come on. You're, you're, you're emphasizing okay. on like a half a You all like, say, like, what is it? Coffee? Or coffee? Or however the hell you pronounce it. We say it's coffee here, okay? We have that thick Jersey accent. I've lived in North Jersey my entire freaking life. I used to live in Passaic County. I live in Bergen County right now. I live, like, 
maybe five minutes outside of the Garden State Plaza. I'm Jersey born and bred, and it is what it is. It's Jersey strong. We get Jersey here. We got Jersey. Uh, there's a new show called East Coast uh, Niners or something with Jess and Ty and Bex. And there's just, I, I love that there are so many Jersey fans because for my whole life, I felt like I was the only one. And then you guys happened. And then you and Breezy kind of like adopted me after that first call. And so. Um, I, I appear every week, Mondays, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the round check on the CJ Ruthless channel, and I'm in most chats all the time. So come hit me up at nj49izzy on Twitter, Instagram, whatever you want. So she's gonna let me call in. I every time I go to a different show, <laughs> I watch a lot of shows and I don't comment more than half of the time, I just watch, right? But yeah, she is in every freaking chat. I'm like. There's no way she's in this one. Like, I'll, I'll go to some shows, and I'm like, there's no way she's in. Here she is. Hey, what's going on, guys? Like, I'm like, and it's, you, you greet people so friendly inside of every yeah. one of them. Like, you see a name that you recognize. Like, hey, what's up, Tara Dome? Like, I haven't seen you in a while. Like, and I'm like, damn, like, she's really on it. So you do support you know, everyone. There's and, one and thing you can question me about, but you cannot question that I actually do watch and, and comment because I'm like a kind of psycho, and I comment like every five seconds, so. I, I watch the actually the funny one was the other day you guys uh was it you or was it Forever Faithful were on and I was watching half the screen the actual podcast and then on the other one I had it muted but I was watching the USC Trojans because I was like I gotta do both because I've become a USC fan ever since Talanoho Funga became a niner so it's like hilarious like I'm like I'm going to drive myself crazy because I'm like trying so desperately to be there for the Niners High family. And I'm like, but the Trojans are on. And, you know, it's never on TV here. So you got to stream it. So it's like, uh, it, it drives me crazy. Evil. It's a necessary evil. I, I completely understand. And so. um, if you don't mind, I want to take this time just because it's your, your podcast. And I think there's a lot of really good friends here who kind of know who I'm talking about. John V is one of like the best people you will ever meet. He has a, a show. It's every single Tuesday, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. PST. Please go check out the Locker Room Rant. They have their own Nick, their own Tony. Uh, one is a Browns fan, one is a Bills fan, and then there's John V, the 49ers fan. They talk MLB, they talk NFL, they talk all kinds of sports. It's a fun, really cool, like, just hangout atmosphere that talks sports. So please check out the Locker Room Rant because John V is just one of the most wonderful people. And he guys, he crazy loves you guys. Like, every show, almost, I see him wearing that nothing but Niners hat of his because he always has to shout you guys out. So if you can, yeah. please try and check out the Locker Room Rant. I would really appreciate it. John V is my guy, and it's sports, guys. It's not just football. It's not just Niners. It is a nice change of pace, a good way to decompress when the Niners are stressing you out. So I completely agree with you guys. Go over there and check them out, man. Locker room. I, Thank I like you that. guys for letting me call in like this because it would have broken my heart if I missed another call in show. <laughs> It's, it's all good. All right. So, Melissa, thank you so much for jumping in. Guys, we are going to open up the phone lines to everyone else now. Melissa, you have a great night. All you right. too. We'll you guys have a nice weekend. And, Tony, it was a delight to see you on Faithfully Podcast. Thank you. 
49 faithfully, two L's in the middle. I love it, man. Let's go. All right, Melissa, you take it easy, okay? All right. So, guys, here we go. The phone lines are officially open. Now, Tony, while we're waiting for people to call in, let me let me click the thing there. Boom. All right. So that's the number at the bottom of the screen. Um, if you guys can't see that, it's going, I got it in like going as slow as possible, right? Uh 267949. Had to get a number with 49 in there. Uh four five one three. You guys give us a call. Let us know how you guys are feeling. All right. Peachy, I see you. I see you in the chat. Nope, I'm not telling you to call. I'm just saying I see you out there. Troy, my guy Troy is in there. He's going to the game one Monday, hoping that the Niners go ahead and get a win. We got our first call coming in right now. Let's go ahead and get this thing answered. Call ended. No, the call ended before I said hello? Hello? Call ended. Oh, it's it's coming back. Let's see. Hello? All right, hold on. We got to do something here. All right, so it's doing this weird thing again where it's not connecting to the Bluetooth, and it pisses me off. Tony, do me a favor. From your phone really quick, call our number. When we get another call, it connects it to the Bluetooth for some reason. I don't know why we have to do this every time. Uh, and then once it happens one time, once we get another call on waiting, then it'll do it. All right, so 267-949-4513. You guys lock that in. All right, listen, Jedi, I know what you're thinking. All right, let's see if it works. Are we still on? Hello? Damn, it, it completely ended the call? It's going to a voicemail. I don't have, you know, oh, yeah, it says missed call. You've got, like, mad missed calls already. All right, hold on. Let's call some of these people back. Let's see. There we go. There we go. I tell you what, guys, shoot a text saying I want in. Hello. And uh, I'll bring you guys on. Hey, you are live with nothing but Niners. Who do we have the pleasure of speaking to tonight? Oh, what's going on, Mike and Tony? What's going on, man? How you what's doing, up? bro? I'm doing good, brother. How about you guys? Great, good. good. Man, living the dream and dreaming to live. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. All right. So, what you got for us? Well, first, you got to tell us who you are. Who are we speaking to? Uh, you're speaking with Luis B. Man, I'm calling. I'm calling from Cali, Union uh, City, California. I'm not not that far. Okay, I was gonna ask you. I was gonna ask you where you're from because I see this uh, the zip code and I didn't recognize it. So I was like, all right, where is he calling from? But I don't know all of Cali's uh, zip code. So all right, I get it, man. Listen, this is an important game coming up here. How do you see this game playing out? You want me to be truthful? I really, really do. Don't tell me how you hope it plays out. If you had to put money on this game, what do you think the outcome is going to be that you're putting money on? It's going to it's going to be I think it's going to be a defensive game. Uh, I feel like both offenses really can score. To be quite honest, yeah. Matthew Stafford's been throwing a lot of interceptions. Leads the league. Um, Jimmy, Jimmy, on the other hand, I, I don't know. Personally, I think I was I was on the, I was on Breezy's show, man. I was talking about I think it's party time. I think I think we've seen enough of Jimmy. You you want you want to move on from Jimmy now already? Honestly, man. I mean, yeah. Uh, the reason why I say that is because I mean, obviously, we're looking for a good backup, right? So let's just let's just see how that rolls. Because what happens if what happens if we go? 
three and six again, Mike, or three and five. Uh-huh. You, you telling me that you don't want to see Brock Purdy either? I'm, listen, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, right? This is this is my honest opinion. I want to see Purdy because I know Purdy's not afraid to throw the ball downfield, right? Exactly. I feel like I feel like an element of even all right. So for let's let's use the Dolphins for example. They're on right now. Everyone is on uh, the Mike the Mike Dan, Mike McDaniel's nutsack, right? So I think a part of the reason why they can be so successful in offense is because of the speed of guys like Tyreek Hill, because of the speed of guys like Raheem Mostert. It opens up the defense. It spreads them out just a little bit more. It creates a little bit more space when their offenses are on the field because they not only have the speed, but they have a guy who's not afraid to try to take advantage of it. You don't have to be successful all the time. You don't have to be 100% on the the deep passes, right? You just got to let people know, hey, it's an option. I don't know that teams believe it's an option with Jimmy Garoppolo under center. I believe that teams thought it was an option with Trey Lance. I believe that teams will think it's an option if Brock Purdy's in there, and he don't even have the best of arms. But I think that people will believe, hey, it's an option now. So I do get what you're saying. But the season's not over. It's, we're not eliminated. We still have a shot here. I don't know if it's time to go to Brock Purdy. Tony, do you agree with anything that I'm saying so far? Or would you, too, make the switch to Brock Purdy? Well, I think you got to ask yourself. Or when, or when, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. When does he think? Yeah, yeah. I'm turning. I'm turning the volume up so you can hear Tony a little bit better. I'm going to turn that up. Go ahead, Tony. We got you. I, I think you have to ask yourself a couple questions. Uh, my personal opinion: clearly, Jimmy Garoppolo is not a plan or part of the future, right? I, I think we could pretty much all agree on that. I also feel that Mike and I spoke about this at nauseum that Jimmy Garoppolo should not even be on this team because of what the ramifications or the problems that could come out of this of him being in the locker room. Um, so you invested a seventh round pick in him um, with the mindset of trying to groom him to be a future backup quarterback of the 49ers to pair with Trey Lance. Um, I like what I've seen at him at a preseason. Um, he can move around the pocket. It seems like the stage is not too big. Is he perfect? By all means, no, he's not. But he has the ability to move and extend the play and create time for a wide receiver to gain, gain separation from a, uh, a corner. But with that being said, you, you don't want to pull that trigger right now, and it would be a hard sell to a veteran locker room unless something happens. Like, And, you know, Fred Warner this week or today posted something on social media. Well, actually, 95-7 the game did. And it was something to the ramifications of how impressed he is with Purdy as a prospect, as a quarterback, in his first year with Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers. So I kind of think the message was sent by that one tweet, by what he said on 95-7 the game. Like, okay, Jimmy, put up or shut up because we're getting tired of breaking our backs and you are not doing anything and taking any type of blame. Now, I know everyone in here is saying, well, Mullins this, Mullins that. If you go back and watch the 49ers offense with Mullins, it kind of looked more of of a Kyle Shanahan offense than it does with Jimmy Garoppolo. Mullins did attack all areas of the fields, not deep, obviously, because he didn't have a strong arm. But I I just feel Kyle is limited with Jimmy. This has been an ongoing issue since he's been here. Um Am I saying it's going to happen right now? No. 
Can it happen if things come to a head in that locker room? It could. All right, we got a weird beeping noise now. I'm not quite sure what's going on. Um, are you still there? I think we may have lost the caller. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to call him back really quick. I'm gonna call him back really quick just to get his final prediction for the game. Hello? Sorry, we seem to have lost you there. I apologize about that. Uh, I want to get your prediction for the game. Oh, no, let me let me get your prediction. We got uh -huh. we got a couple of other people to call back to. Okay, yes. Uh, um, my my script my my prediction for the game. I'm gonna say it's 24-10, Woo! Let's go! Let's go! You know. And, um, Thank you, Mike, for get, uh, letting me get on. I had one more question for you and uh, Tony. Yeah, I was going to ask you if you had, any, had a question for us. So go ahead and shoot. Fire away, baby. So my next question, my next question for you guys is: so, up to when do you guys tolerate Kimi? And then we make the switch to Purdy. When when do you guys think that that will be time? All right, all right, great question there. Uh, I'll I'll go ahead and start with Tony first. He says, up to when do you tolerate Jimmy? before having to make the switch to Purdy? When do you think we see Purdy? Oh, if it was up to me, he would have been gone. But, um, I mean, it's up to Kyle when, when when it happens, when when Kyle gets to the breaking point where he's about to lose or, or not lose the locker room, but when it, there's about to be an issue um, in the locker room, meaning from the offensive defensive side of the ball. Because listen, man, these guys are breaking their backs. They they really are. Their defense is playing lights out. You can't ask for more. And it gets very frustrating when you put your all and then you see that coming from the other side. Remember, there's three phases: offense, defense, special teams. Two to three are playing lights out. What happened? Big play by Tariq Hill there. Wow. Um, so yeah, I, I'm sorry. I didn't want. I didn't want to cut you off there. Sorry, Tony. Go ahead. No, I'm. I'm done. I think uh, we're more likely to see Jimmy leave, not because of bad play, but because of an injury. Kyle's not going to pull him. Uh, but if it, if it was up to me, uh, two or three more performances like what we saw last week, just complete, completely being unaware of where he is, um, just not knowing uh, that there's people wide open, not being afraid to pull the trigger. Like that 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 play to Debo that didn't happen, really. That's that's probably the play that bothers me the most of the entire game. And there were a lot of bad plays, right? But that play in particular, he looked in that direction. Debo was wide open with no one within a five yard radius around him, right? That's that's the gimmies. Yeah. That's the gimmies that Kyle puts into this play and into this play calling. If you're not gonna pull the trigger on those and choose to throw to somebody because they're closer to you, but they're double covered, I say, hey, look, I can't tolerate that for many more games. Two more games at most, and then he's got to go. He's got to go. But I don't think we see much more of that from Jimmy, if I'm being completely honest. Jimmy can't – he can't – Yeah, keep, for sure, but – He can't keep going to the podium and challenging Kyle Shanahan. He can't keep going to the podium saying, I like playing free. I like the ability to throw the ball down the field and blah, 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 blah. And then when we when we dial it up, you don't do it, you know? So 
Week yeah. one, week one, um, or Jimmy's first week uh, playing when he came in for injured Trey and the presser from this past week are night and day difference. They're almost the exact opposites. One was, it's like riding a bike. I like playing free. I like when I have options to go downfield. And then this week it's, oh, well, you know, I'm a little rusty because I haven't been out there with those guys and we're going to, we have to work on our chemistry. We got to get it together and blah, blah, blah. Like it, you, you can't make those, those drastic uh, changes in your message. Who are you as the quarterback? You understand what I'm saying? Like, it's time for yeah. Jimmy to go out there and define himself, not just for the Niners, but this is his. This is a a, a season that's a contract year for Jimmy. He's got to go out there and, and and pull it. He's got to go out there and show teams, hey, this is why you should want me. Period. There's there's nothing else about it. Yeah. You, 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 we're not going to blame it on on chemistry. We're not going to blame it on rhythm or any of that shit. If you're not good, the excuses are done, bro. It's that simple. So I think, like I said, two more yeah, games. Yeah, he has too many. Go ahead. Hey, uh, thank you, Mike. I know you got. I know you got other callers, and um, thank you for letting me get a chance to talk and uh, on the show with you guys. No problem at all, man. You be safe out there. All right. Yes, sir. Yes, yes, too, brother. And uh, you and uh, Tony, you guys have a good one. Salute. Thank so, you too, Niners, mate. Hey, anybody that's listening, you guys subscribe and tune in. Let's go, baby. Let's go. All right. That's going to do it for that caller. Now, I'm going to call some people back here. I saw some text messages coming in. We got some missed calls. Let me see if my man wanted to come on. Let me see here. Uh, you know what? I sent the text, but I'm going to, I'm going to call. It's doing that weird thing again. All right, hold on. Let me see if I can get the Bluetooth to connect again. I don't know why this thing fights me so much on this. This Bluetooth is pissing me off. Tony, do your thing again, man. Ring, ring me real quick. Sorry, buddy. Hold on, Rosa. We're going to get you on here, man. I got you on speaker right now, but I want to try to connect to the Bluetooth. Sound good. There you go. All right, you're on, Tony. You can hang up now. Thanks, buddy. All right, Rosa. We got you on, guys. This is my man, Jonathan Rosa. My man works for NASA or some shit like that. What's going on, bro? How you doing, man? Yeah, I'm, I'm here now, man. I got the late shift. I'm here till 11. I'm, I'm able to catch you guys live. Wait, do you really work for NASA? Yeah. Oh, shit. I thought I was just being funny. I knew it had something to do with, like, some aerospace or something so what do you do like you like you like watch the spaceships like what do you what do you <laughs> never mind you know what don't even answer no. that question don't tell me what you do that's too personal i'm sorry man i apologize what what's it's going on good. with you man how are you feeling about the state of this team right now and what do you see happening in this game coming up on monday night man i was on uh and actually i was on my way back from orlando when the game was on so I was watching that on the plane. I was able to, on Southwest, you get live TV. So I was cussing up a storm, uh, <laughs> uh, respectfully. And um, it was disappointing. I was really disappointed as a fan, embarrassed, really, uh, to an extent, while watching that game. Uh, 
I'm just super frustrated. I watch I watch you guys a lot. I watch a bunch of different uh, podcasts. People get different insights because I'm not the most, you know, intellectual person when it comes to, like, you know, I don't know, reading defenses, for example, or, you know, different stuff. But anyway, um, so I look for, uh, I look at you guys for, uh, you know, for help with all that. But um, personally, um, it's not looking good. It's not looking good. Offens- uh, offensive line doesn't give me um, confidence. Especially against the defense like uh, the Rams, like Aaron Donald, although we had that game, what was the last year with uh, Buskill, we had Langston in uh, on the left side. Um, so, I don't, I don't know. It's just, it remains to be seen, man. We got reinforcements coming in. Hopefully, with Jason Barrett uh, and uh, my boy, uh, Jesus, I'm drawing the blank, um, the new awards. Right, yeah. So, yeah. Our defense is cool. Is it offensively, man? Well, that's my thing. Like, do, do we even need Jason Verrett? Like, have you been disappointed with the coverage from Ward and Mosley? No, 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 no. I just, I like, I like depth. I'm just saying that as far as depth goes. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm but, with you. Um, I'm with you. We, uh, Elijah, when he come, when when do you think you're gonna come back again? A couple, like another couple weeks, right? Tony, when is Elijah Mitchell coming back, bro? I think he's got three more weeks. Oof. I think it's six weeks, they said. He's been out three. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All yeah. these guys should be coming back after the bye, I think. After the bye week. After the bye week. This is what we're hoping for. And it's going to be interesting to see what the Niners do with their roster at that point, you know. Um, it's it's going to be so strange to see how they, how they do this. Um, you know, do, do you think the Niners are messing up by not putting Trent Williams on IR? Rosie. Yeah, Rosa. Yeah, yeah. Asking you, yeah. Oh, I got you. See, that's the thing. Like, how does that work? So you put him on. He's done. He's done for what, four weeks, right? Four weeks, yeah. But he's got a high ankle sprain, which is a four to six week injury anyway. Like, I feel like by okay. not putting him on there, they're forcing. They're, they're like asking him to like rush it. Like, hey, get back as soon as you possibly can. And I think that's dangerous with a guy as old as he is and as heavy as he is. So what, what's the okay? So what's the pros and cons here? Like, so you put him on IR and you just what? You bring up someone? Well, when you put him on IR, now you have a new roster spot. You can elevate somebody else either from your practice squad or sign someone directly to the fifty-three. Gotcha. So no, no, that makes makes sense. If it's just, uh, what's his name? Uh, last year, that's what the gimme had. Right? He was out for a little bit. Right. Right. Was it for? I can't remember. What's that for? For Trent Williams? Oh, Jimmy, when he uh, when he got here with Seattle. Oh, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. It was his thumb, right? No, it was the shoulder. What was Jimmy's injury? Oh, that- am I confused with the year? Because I thought he had an uh, ankle friend. Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. I thought that was twenty twenty with yeah. the ankle for Jimmy. I okay. could. I could. No, no, no. You, you're probably right. Listen, honestly, it's Jimmy's the bionic man. Everything on him is new. Everything has been replaced. Everything has been hurt. <laughs> so I can't keep up with the injuries. And I'm not trying to be funny at all. That is not a slight. That is not me throwing shots or shades at Jimmy. I can't keep up with the injuries. I don't know what's what anymore. It was the thumb that he needed surgery on uh, as soon as the season was over. And it turns out he waited and then got shoulder surgery, not thumb surgery. They, they said the shoulder healed naturally. Then he got shoulder sur- I don't know what was what anymore. So I'm, I'm not trying to be funny at all. I can't keep up with it. 
So let me ask, let me ask y'all this. Do you really think it was uh, Mike McDaniels uh, behind all the good plays and not Kyle Shanahan? You know what I mean? I'm going to let Tony take this one first because I know Tony's getting tired over there. So, uh, Tony, is Mike McDaniel the key to success for Kyle Shanahan? Come on, no, man. No. No. He wasn't. Listen, did he sit with him and bounce things off of him and get ideas? Yeah, absolutely. I'd be lying if I said no. But if you watch this game right now that's on TV, you see Kyle Shanahan's offense. So – I don't I, – people keep saying he's a genius, McDaniel's the best, blah, 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 blah. It's the same – it's almost the same offense that's being ran there. The problem is that there's a quarterback there that can operate the – well, there was a quarterback there that could operate the offense. That is the difference. The only other difference I see is that there's a little more speed on this Miami team than there is with the 49ers. So when you have guys running in the – low four threes, high four twos down the field with their ears pinned back, you have to respect that because you have a quarterback that could launch it. Now, if you don't have – if you do have the speed but you don't have a quarterback that can launch it, you don't have to do shit. You let them run right by you because you know the quarterback ain't going to take it. Just like what happened with Denver. There was one play where Brandon Ayuk, the safety didn't even look at him. He just ran – he crossed his face. Like the corner let up. And he just kept going. And Jimmy didn't even look at him. And he was wide open down the field because, well, that's a nice play. But he, he couldn't make that throw. And, and like, everyone's so obsessed with blaming Kyle Shanahan for everything. Everything. Kyle's not out there playing. He's not throwing the ball. He's calling the plays to put the players in position to have success. If you have a gun-shy quarterback who has issues throwing the ball – or whatever it may be, he wants to sling it, but he can't hit a five-yard in or a 10-yard in, that's an issue. And that's going to hold Bill Walsh back. So, you know, I understand people have their opinions, but no, I honestly think all these coaches that are in the NFL are under Kyle Shanahan, they all run similar or close to offenses that Kyle's running. Yeah, variations of Kyle's offense. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it, I, I can't say he's better, but do I think Kyle misses him to shoot ideas off of? Sure. They were good friends. He's been with him for the last 16 years of his life. What do you expect? You know, I'm going to straight up say no. I'm going to say no, and I'm going to tell you why. What a lot of people are, are looking at is just a win-loss record. They're saying, oh, well, Kyle's 1-2 and two, while this guy is 3-0. and oh. What people are forgetting is they had a game where they scored 21 points in the fourth quarter to win a game. They needed all 21 of those points to get the W. For the first three quarters, they had nothing going. And nothing going in the first three quarters, right? But what we look at is the box scores at the end. We look at the stats. We look at the numbers and say, oh, that guy must be doing better than Kyle. When on the flip side here, we see players open in this team in a game that we lost and the quarterback not executing. So I'm not ready to just go ahead and say, oh, yeah, the magic was with Mike McDaniel. I, I don't agree with that at all. And the truth of the matter is Mike McDaniel, yeah, he was coming in here. He was helping the run game and all that stuff. That's what they said that his, his job was. The running backs are averaging more yards to carry right now through three games than his running backs are averaging through three games, right? So you, you can sit here and break it down however you want. These guys benefit from Kyle. I'm not going to say Kyle doesn't benefit from them, but they're getting their base 
of their offensive plans and schemes from Kyle, and then they're going to sprinkle in their own stuff. What the, like, like Tony said, the difference is you got a guy who can go out there and Tyreek Hill, and he's going to make contested catches way down the field when your team is down by, by uh, 19, 18, 19 points. You know what I'm saying? So when we get down 18, 19 points, we don't have a guy that's going to launch it to Brandon Ayuk or Danny Gray. We don't have that here. Not anymore. And so it leaves you looking at the screen like, well, why can't Kyle do this? There's a reason why Kyle can't do it. You know, that it's an entire equation. It's not just black and white, which guy is better. It's about the rosters. It's about the people, people being willing to uh, pull certain triggers and all that as well. I hope that answered that question for you, Rosa. I got you. And, that, and that's the thing that makes uh worry going forward. Like, okay, we got a great defense, but are we going to be able to score to come back? Um, God forbid we do be down. You know what I mean? Like, uh, if, can we uh, count on Jimmy to, oh, man, you know, execute a comeback, like, um, uh, i.e. the faint game, something like that, or, you know, like, can we come back on a team that, you know, goes up late in the fourth quarter? Like, our defense is going to be great for, let's say, three quarters, but in the fourth quarter, you know, they're going to be gassed, depending, you know, depending if uh, they're having to go out, you know, so they ain't fast because the offense can't, you know, score on or not score excuse me um uh convert third down so we like one for ten one for twelve whatever it was so right. that's, that's the only thing that uh worries me uh going forward you know what i'm saying i got you man now how do you see this game shaking out and then tell me what your biggest concern is not about the season but about this game well i mean yeah i was gonna that's all i was gonna go with the, with the whole uh, third down that's my main thing every uh every game for real for real honestly like if you convert on third down and stop the other team on third down, then we Gucci, you know what I'm saying? So uh, with that being said, uh, if our O-line holds up, if they're adequate, we should we should be straight. Um, I can't – I don't have a score, to be honest with you right now. I mean, uh, it, it's, it's hard. Like the other guys saying that the offense, both offenses aren't clicking. Uh, and I feel like our defense is way better. Not, not, not even going to say way better, but they're better. Oh, no, 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 so, no, 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 no. I'm not going to let you shortchange yourself. I'm not going to let you shortchange us. Our defense is way better than the Rams' defense right now. Way better. Than okay, the, that's the, fair. Now, I don't know how we're going to look <laughs> with these new injuries. You know, no Kinlaw, right. no Armstead. I don't know how we're going to look after that. No, no Aziz. But through three games, our defense is way better than the Rams' defense. Okay. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. That's 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 however you want to measure it. The eye test, statistically, <laughs> however turnovers, you however you want to measure it, we are there. We we are the are the better defense. Absolutely. You can sit here and say, oh well, who'd you play versus who did they play? I get it, they played the Bills week one, but that that ain't it. You know what I'm saying? That's not it. So uh yeah. Um, so you think we got you, we get a win. You're not you don't want to give a score prediction. I'm not mad at that at all either. Um so you uh, you think the key to victory or the biggest concern, which both can be key, is third downs. Is that correct? Did I, did I catch that? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Stop them on third down, get the ball back, boom. Because um, Jimmy G don't suck. He just, oh, my God, it was driving me nuts if, uh, against the Broncos. Yeah. Okay. So we'll see, man. But, yeah, I can see it being a low-scoring game. I don't know. Um, if a gun, gun to my head, I mean, uh, what, 13-10, some slight. <laughs> so I'm like, I, I like that. I like that. Now, you know, 
All right. You know what, Rose? I'm going to let you go. I'm going to talk to Tony. I'm going to read a text that came in because they don't want to call in. I'm going to read a text and then we're going to get to some more callers. All right. Uh, was there anything else you wanted to leave with us or did you want to ask us any more questions before you go? Oh, no, it's all good, man. It was nice to talk to you guys, man. I hope, you know, I'm, I'm going to keep keeping uh, watching you guys and, um, you know. Likewise, man. Like Thank you so much for the support, bro. I really, really appreciate it. You be safe out there, all right? I told you. Have a good night. All right. You too. All right. So here, here's my question now, right? Um, You know, we, we, we spend time watching all these games and everything, and, you know, we're talking about third downs being a key. A key. A key to, oh, we got another call coming in. Let me see. Hello? Damn it, it did it again. Tony, do the thing where you, oh, you know what I'm saying. Like, do do the thing again real quick, Tony. Let's see, let's see if this works. Come on, you could do it. There it is. Hello? Hello, what's up, Marlon? Hey, who we got the pleasure of speaking to? Thanks, Tony. What's going on, yo? This is Jay Hawk from Boston, baby. Boston, another Epson house. Boston in the building. Let's go, man. What's going on, big dog? Let's go. Like, hey, hey, Mr. Man, let's get right into it, man. You know, Kyle Shanahan. Uh -oh. Kyle Epson Shanahan. I'm sick and tired of this Kyle's corner, this Kyle Shanahan love, like he's Bill Walk something. Everybody has eyes, all right? Yeah, Jimmy Chuck. We know what Jimmy Garoppolo is. We know Jimmy Garoppolo's floor, his feeling, okay? And Kyle Shanahan, most of all, knows his floor or his feeling. So what you got to understand is if we know how Jimmy sucks, how Shanahan should know he sucks, he'll beat this ass in. Mid game, our defense is playing strong enough where they can have held up a little bit of something from a block party. Okay? People have bitched him then, but that's funny. You know, people want to just call Jimmy this, Jimmy that. No, it's, it's both of them. But at the end of the day, you can't just ignore the fact that Jimmy didn't even get a playbook. You know what I mean? Jimmy, Jimmy, I'm, I'm not going to make excuses for Jimmy, but that's just the thought. He doesn't practice with the game you see, whatever. He's rusty. And at the end of the day, Jimmy Garoppolo can be garbage on any given Sunday. So he needs all of that. That he needs. That's just a fact. At any profession, you need reps, you'll get better. You get acclimated. You know, so, you know, just with this, with this old Carl's chin again, just excusing us. And this is the first time I've ever heard him say, you know, my bad. First time I've ever heard him say my bad. You know, we're about to lose another defensive coordinator. We're about to lose another top assistant, Demetro Ryan. This guy's still going to be here till at least. 
and they're outdated, man. That's the bottom line. Man. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You know now, I mean? wait, hold on now. Wait, wait, wait. I won't say that they're outdated, but I, I the part that I agree with you with is this, right? Kyle, do, if the plays were outdated, nobody would be open. If the plays were outdated. Mike, Mike, but, can, you be, can you be honest? The man doesn't make any adjustments game time. The man still is blowing leads. It was it was seven or eight games that yeah. Three points or less. Three points or less. Yeah. It cut listen, it, it, it comes down. Wait, wait, wait. Tony's Tony wants to respond to you. Hold on. It, no, you're good. You're good. There's no hard feelings. Listen, everyone's got their opinion. The thing is, it comes down to this, right? You could have Bill Walsh right now. God rest his soul. You could have Bill Walsh calling this oh. offense. But if you have Jimmy Garoppolo that can't execute, you're not going to have the Bill Walsh uh, success. And I'm not saying Kyle Shanahan is Bill Walsh. I'm not. But you have to understand something. If I have a quarterback, and I, if you go back and watch these, watch the all twenty-two, and if you watch the, you know, the regular broadcast film, you see guys running wide open. You saw, I can tell you three plays, right? The one he threw to Debo on the Texas route, he threw it behind him. If that was caught, touchdown. The wheel route to the right sideline, if he makes that throw, touchdown. You have a problem with your quarterback who's gun shy. He's he's and not on top of that. On top of that, if he doesn't step out of bounds and he hits Kittle on that leak play, it might not have been a touchdown, but it would have been at least a 50 yard game. Yeah, at least a 50 yard game. We agree that Jimmy sucked ass last game. We all agree. So, wait, so guess what? So, what you're he's saying is, okay, so what he's saying is. Right, so if you can't do it with Jimmy, then move on from Jimmy. That's what oh, listen, I I am in lockstep key with you. I, I I didn't want Jimmy here to begin with. I would have went into this season with Trey and Purdy. I don't care. I I I wanted Jimmy out of here because if you watch Jimmy Garoppolo week one, week two when Trey went down, oh, it's like riding a bike. Now he struggles. Oh, well, I, you know, I didn't have time. You know, uh, my arms tired. It, it wasn't an issue until you suck. When you're good, it's riding a bike. But when you struggle, you come up with every excuse in the world. Jimmy Garoppolo is a backup quarterback in this league, nothing more. This team saw their Jimmy Garoppolo ceiling in 2017, and it's never going to be higher, and it never was going to be. like It wasn't higher even in the Super Bowl run. Now, I'm going to tell you something. For now. After his second start, after not even getting a playbook, he said after not getting a playbook. But wait, wait, wait! But that's no, 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 no. But let me, let me, let me, let me put some clarity on that, right? Kyle didn't have a playbook for the season developed yet. Number one, he had plays, and Jimmy knows the playbook. Jimmy knows the nomenclature. He knows the calls and all that. He didn't need a playbook. That was a cop out. That's an easy excuse that the that people who support Jimmy wanted to give him an excuse for. Jimmy didn't need a playbook. You can't no, listen. listen, listen. No, no, I'm, no, no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm not saying you, bro. I'm not saying you. But what I'm saying is this: you can't name a quarterback in the entire NFL that has played with Kyle Shanahan more than Jimmy Garoppolo. He didn't need a fucking playbook. 
He okay. knows Kyle better than Kurt. Okay. He knows you wanna, Kyle. You want to say play this, but would you would you agree? Would you agree that the lack of uh, uh, mini camp um, with the team, the lack of time with the team, the, the the fact that he was working all by himself on another field, he wasn't really with the team. Would you agree to the way he got in? Um, the way he got his job is not conducive to having a flow with the with the offense. No. And at the same time, no. I'm combine that combine that with the terrible play calling from Kyle Shanahan and the lack of using all your assets. I mean, we hear Juice is great twist on the night, but Juice is like really catch every five games. Tony. Where you at? Why are we turning the page on that? Is that not a fact? No, 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 not at all. Let me go first before Tony goes, right? I completely uh-huh. disagree with that. Okay. Jimmy didn't need a playbook. Jimmy didn't need time to work with people. How much more time do you need to work with Debo Samuel? You've been with this motherfucker for four years. How much more time do you need to work on your rhythm and chemistry with Brandon Ayuk? You've been with him for three years. How much well, more what, time what do you need? No, 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 no. But listen, listen to what I'm saying. You, you got it. You got. You, listen to me. It, it's not. A, it's not just about Debo. He's been with. He's been with George Kittle since Kittle's rookie year. He's been with with Debo since Debo's rookie year. He's been with Ayuk since Ayuk's rookie year. He, the injury don't matter. You can't say that you don't have rhythm and timing with these guys when you played with them their entire professional career, bro. That's an excuse for Jimmy. Jimmy didn't he, right he didn't need to work with those guys, bro. Debo, Debo is not being put. The whole, the whole world knows that Debo's in the back there and the ball. Why don't you run a boot with a play after the Debo? What Because the problem is. Go ahead, Tony. Like, I understand, you know what I mean? Tony, Tony's responding to you, bro. Okay, you can't hear me. Tony's responding to you, bro. Wait, listen, listen. Tony's responding to you, bro. Hold on. Tony's responding to you. Go ahead, Tony. The problem is the league knows the the league knows this offense runs through Debo Samuel, and it's nothing else. And until something changes at the quarterback position, this is the way it's gonna be. Now, Kyle could decoy the shit out of Debo Samuel, but if Jimmy's not going to pull the trigger and make the accurate throws that's needed, it's pointless. Now, I just want to take you to something real quick, and I want to, I'm going to prove to you how it's Jimmy Garoppolo and not Kyle Shanahan. When coaches and offensive play callers come up with their weekly script, what that entails is they sit in, the, in, in, a, in their office and they watch game film on tendencies on how the opposing defenses react, right? I was a play caller in a very well-known high school in New Jersey, um, and we I would watch the defenses and say, okay, if I run this, this is similar to what I have in my book playbook, and that's how they respond. And they set up their script, which is anywhere between 15 to 18 plays, per, depending on the coach. So the reason why Jimmy's always successful in the scripted plays is because basically what they do that week in their install – Kyle goes, all right, on first down, we're going to run this. And then second down, they're going to respond to that by doing this. And that's going to open that. So that's why Jimmy's so successful. He's literally holding his hand on the field from the sideline. 
So Jimmy knows on this play, it's going to be a run. On that play, that's going to be open because of the success on the run. And then to branch it off that, the third play, you'll get this look because then they'll adjust to that play. So once they go off script, that's when this offense bogs down. And it's not because of Kyle. It's because of the execution from the quarterback. That's the main issue here. Script, they go right down the field and score a touchdown. They did it versus Denver on the second possession. Boom, 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 touchdown. That was it. You didn't see it again the rest of the game. Now, if it was coaching, you never would have got that to begin with. If it's poor execution, that's why you hit the stalemate. That's the problem. All right, so he's got he's got one more response for us, and we're going to wrap this show up. We want to thank everybody who tried calling in. We want to thank everybody who watched. Uh, who everyone who's listening on the replay on the podcast watching it again make sure you guys subscribe and all that stuff we're going to give you one more uh chance here on the floor and then we're going to wrap this show up so you said you wanted to respond to that the floor is yours bro real quick i'll be real quick i respect um everything you said Tony. so when you talk about the fact like you have to um hold jimmy's hand and this and that think about it he's had to hold Every quarterback he's ever played for the 49ers, he's, he's held Trey Lance. He's held Brian Hoyer. He's held Nick Mullins. He's held CJ Beffin. That's the move Shanahan is, okay? And you look around in, in the NFL, and the guys who are young or, or whatever or, or making plays, and they don't have to be Tom Brady. The guys who are having success are guys who are allowed to go off sport. Jimmy, at the end of the day, needs to, to get a set and just say, you know what, I don't like this. I'm going with something that works. And actually, if you look, the best Jimmy that we saw is when he was going off the trip. So Kyle needs to, to, to be hands off a little bit. You know what I mean? I think the best quality that Kyle has is for some reason, and I will understand it for the life of me, but for some reason, he has the command of this entire locker room, offense, defense, special and not only the locker room, the organization. How Chillingham is running the San Francisco 49ers. And, and, and everyone knows it. So, so when you got drafted, it's Kyle's the final say on all of this stuff. And I can't understand at this point why a dead York what he step in and relinquish something, the man to get an offensive coordinator, the man to just reprimand him for the for the for the blown lead, the blown time out, you know what I mean? That we constantly see the lack of drafting players and not using them. No, he's he's not still Belichick. He's yeah. not still Walt. Here's the thing. You just said something about an offensive coordinator, right? You said something about an offensive coordinator, about hiring an offensive coordinator. Last year, the San Francisco 49ers had an offensive coordinator who happens to be the Miami Dolphins head coach, and they still had struggles. So who's the blame then? I went to the Super Bowl. What are you talking about? Why, that would well, okay. be a good thing. And that's his question. Why didn't we go to the Super Bowl? You saw the offense in that game. Why didn't we go to the Super Bowl? Why didn't we go to the Super Bowl? That's Tony's question. Yeah. 
because Kyle Shanahan blew another lead. All right. Hey, listen, bro. We got to go. I, hey, listen, yo, I love you, man. Being t- First of all, this is the most passionate. Hey, Tony, I appreciate you. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. T- t- I listen to you all the time, Tony. I love it when you're on yourself. I know you're not doing like that. Oh, I think. And it- I, can, I can't really hear you guys, but it's a good thing for you. I'm sorry. All good. Listen, man. Look, all right. So I'm going to let I'm gonna let my man go. Uh, he'll listen on the rest of the show. <clears throat> He's saying that because Kyle Shanahan is why we he blew another lead, right? But what people have to understand is you can call the perfect play every fucking snap if the players can't execute. Forget Jimmy for just one second, right? I know that we want to make this a Kyle versus Jimmy thing, but forget Jimmy for one second. If the players can't execute, right? That run play, <clears throat> that run play that Jeff Wilson Jr. had in the fourth quarter to, to while all we needed was a field goal, we're marching down the field, right? That run play was fucking beautifully designed. The blocking on it was impeccable, right? Kyle didn't draw up the fumble. He didn't draw up the force, the force fumble, the, the punch out from behind. You understand what I'm saying? So when we sit here and say, oh, you blew a lead, you blew a lead, any game that you ever had a lead in and you end up losing is a blown lead. That's a stat that is going it, to – it's a pointless stat. That's why you don't see it in books. No one even keeps track, track of that kind of shit. You can call up the perfect plays – and it won't matter if all the players can't execute. And I kind of think that's what Tony Tony's point is here. And again, I gave way more blame to Kyle in that last game than probably anybody else. And I still stand on that because I hated seeing Jimmy go out there and do the shit that he was doing. I still think that he shouldn't have called a play-action play while right there in the shadow of the goal line. And with that being said, I also said, had that play been executed properly, Kittle was going for at least 50, Right. But the point is, we have to execute the plays that are called. We got to block the right way. We got to pick up the blitz if it's coming in. And the players have to execute. The quarterback has to make the right throw. And the receivers have to catch it, hold on to it, secure the ball, and march down the field. Tony, simple question yes or no? Do the 49ers win on Sunday? I hope so. If you had to put your mortgage on it for the next three months, no, I would never do it. I would never do it. And just a just a fun fact. <laughs> just a I'm fun just fact. You guys, my picks. I'm being upfront and very honest with you guys. I'm being upfront and honest with you guys. Tony said no. Melissa said no. We all want them to win. We're not. We're we are no less 49er fans than anybody else out there watching. Just to be clear here, we want them to win, right? But based off of what we saw last week, you would be foolish. Mm-hmm to lay money on the 49ers in this game. I don't give a shit if Vegas has them as two-point favorites. I don't care. All right, you said fun fact. I want to hear it. Hold on. Let me just finish this. One-handed interception while falling to the ground. Holy smokes. Wow. Fire Josh McDaniels or no? (laughs) I see what you're doing there, Tony. Talk your shit, baby. Talk your shit, Tony. Hold on. I'm just. I just want to prove something right now. I want to hear this fun fact, so we can wrap this thing up. One of Kyle Shanahan's. Well, there's two. There's two games where the quarterback position played phenomenally well. Phenomenally well. Okay. One of them was obviously the 49ers versus Saints in 2019. Um. Jimmy went 26 for 35, 349 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. Right? You want to know what the other one was? 
Wait, what's what's what are you talking about? What's the what's the question? Highest production from a quarterback for the 49ers under Kyle Shanahan. He did it, he did it against the uh Cardinals. The Saints. Huh? The Saints was the overall most productive, four touchdowns and the yardage. I'm t- not that just yardage in the Cardinals game. He, he didn't throw for four touchdowns in the Cardinals game. Uh, hold on. All right, go ahead. I'll look it up really quick, but I I, I thought he did. The second one was 23 for 37 for 332 yards and two touchdowns. Name that quarterback. Uh, that was say, – say the stat again. 23 for 37, 332 yards and two touchdowns. Oh, no. I was going to say that was Nick Mullins against the Raiders, but no, Nick Mullins had better stats than that. Didn't Nick Mullins throw for 400 yards against the uh... – I think so. What I was gonna say was, what I was gonna say was big games. Big games. This game was versus the Rams. The other ones versus the Saints. Oh, big games. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. I thought you just meant since Jim, since Kyle's been here, because Jimmy had what I was gonna mention was against the Cardinals, 34 of 45, 424 yards and four touchdowns. Now he he threw two picks also, but Jimmy was cooking in that game. That was a that was a Cardinals game. I know he threw for four touchdowns and, and uh. 400 yards against the Cardinals. But go ahead. Your point, though. You're driving my, something home. My here. point being is he sat there and bashed Brandon Ho- Brian Hoyer. And that was Brian Hoyer who went yeah. blow for blow with the Rams. I know. Monday night football. Monday night football again. Yep. All right. Tony, let me ask you this question. How are you spending your Sunday knowing the Niners aren't playing? I don't know. I'll let you know tomorrow night. All right. Guys, head on over to Patreon.com. Make sure you guys subscribe. If you want bonus shows, the tier is the $10 tier and the $20 tier. Uh, the $5 tier doesn't always get the shows. And then also, guys, remember the show is sponsored by our partners over at prizepicks.com. Use promo code NB9ERS when you sign up. They will match your initial deposit up to $100. It is a lot of fun. Make sure you guys are there. We will see you guys soon. Uh, we'll probably be back before the actual game, uh, and we'll be live. Uh, the whole time. So make sure you guys are there. All right. We'll see you guys on Sunday. Maybe we'll do something on Saturday. My wife has also made a nail appointment. All right. You guys know I love getting my feet done. I love getting my hands done over there. Uh, we probably be doing another show during the spa treatment over there on Saturday morning. So make sure you guys have the notifications turned on. Tony, man, I appreciate you for jumping in. I know you been, did back-to-back shows. Thank you so much. Final thoughts, man. It's that time, man. Go ahead and uh, break the fans off with whatever it is that you want to say. However you want to say it, go ahead. Uh, I, listen, it's the same shit. Let's see what happens this week. See what Jimmy shows up. But that's it. I mean, the defense, I, mean, I know, is going to be lights out. And um, it, it is what it is. But, you know, this is what we're, we're stuck with and what we have to deal with moving forward for the rest of the season. Unless something happens where Kyle sits his ass down and says, screw you, and that's it. But I, it's going to be hard to see that happen. Do I want it to happen? Sure, why not? This guy's not a part of our future. He's just sitting there. They could, if someone offers a trade for him, actually, I hope he comes out and balls this week. I really do. I hope because they'll fucking trade him. I'm done. Like, seriously, get him out. You can get a fourth round pick for him. Trade. Bye. See you later. Because they'll trade him. All right, guys, that's going to do it, man. My final thought is this, man. I want to see some Danny Gray implemented into the offense slants, sweeps, tosses. Whatever. I want to see Danny Gray and his speed get worked in. Now, I know he's nursing an injury. It might not happen this week, but definitely next week. We got a tough game coming up next week. No one wants to talk about, but we'll see. 
Uh, we'll get there when we get there. But right now, the the opponent is the Rams. We got to go out there. We got to perform. We got to show up. The defense is going to do defensive things. We're going to have two or three turnovers from the defense caused by our defense this week. We got to capitalize on it this time. That's all. And Jimmy is going to be a better version of Jimmy Garoppolo. I truly believe that we saw the worst of Jimmy last week. If he can be a couple of notches better than that, we should be able to be at least competitive in this game. All right, let's go, man. Prepare for glory. Anticipate pain. But always remain faithful. We're out of here, guys. One. We all gas, no brakes, pumped up, no fakes. We spinning, we winning, we high stakes. We never miss, we all makes. Look at us dudes trying to prove, bringing you news with nothing to lose. Mike, Nick, Tony, Wayne, Method Man, we bring pain. Hey. See, I'ma confess it. We under the pressure. If you looking to find us. Them nothing but niners. We nothing but niners. We nothing.